Victory 91.5, that's the church will sing. Good morning, it's Corey and it's our general manager and we're talking about Passover. And our next question is gonna be, where did the word Passover even come from? That's right, it's a unique word. It's an English word actually, so that tells you already that it's not uh, back into the uh, the Bible originally. It was something that comes in the English Bible. So we actually have to go back to understand Passover and even figure out where the word came from. So in uh, Exodus 12 in our English Bible on that same night, I'll pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals, and I'll bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be assigned for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. All right. So it's usually translated as I will pass over. I'll have compassion or protect, depending on which English version you use. William Tyndale, a brilliant, brilliant man who brought us the the Bible in, in the first Bible in English. And uh, he's the one that created the word Passover. He had to figure out a word to describe. Now, the good thing is, it, it certainly does describe it. But it, on the other side, it's a little inadequate because it focuses on just one aspect of the event, the judgment of Egypt. The Hebrew word is Pesach. Pesach. Now, it's in our spelling, P-E-S-A-C-H. If you take out the vowels, because the original Hebrew and Aramaic did not have them, it's just three letters. It's pe Semek, which is the S or X sound, and there's that kind of a sound, the CH in Hebrew, which is called het, <laughs> but it's, it's kind of hard it's to describe. It's a terrible sound. sound. It is a terrible sound, <laughs> but uh, that is how it's spelled, uh, pe, semek, and het. So pay is hugely important, as you'll see. That's what we're going to be talking about, pay more than anything t- today. But essentially, it means word, the word or the a breath. In this case, it's the spoken word of God. Mm. Jesus was called the word made flesh. The fact that the letter pay is present this year is one of the reasons that this Passover may be one of the most important in recent history. And I'll tell you more on that later. In fact, a lot. So second letter, Semek, means to lean upon, to uphold or support. Now, the root is part of the word for when the priest would cross his hands like an X to lay them on the head of a sacrificial animal to transfer sin to it. My sin be upon you, our sin be upon you. So the ancient Hebrew didn't have a letter S. It had the letter X. So because Greek came partly from ancient Hebrew, it's equivalent to the Greek X or Chi, which is the letter and symbol of Christos or Christ, the anointed one. If you ever see uh, people say Merry Xmas, they're not taking Christ out of Christmas. They're just throwing the Greek in there for you. So it's simply the letter that that means. But so for the ancient Hebrews, that X literally uh it's start, you know what X looks like. If you spin that around a little bit, it's a cross, like a plus. So it originally was the cross. And so, it, and it meant the anointed one, the Christ. So, uh, you know, it's the very word Passover has Christ right in the middle of it, as if that's not enough. The third letter in Pesach is that sound, that CH, it means change. And it's pictograph. Now, this alphabet on that part of the world are pictographs. You see that from Israel, all every country to the right is pictographs. Everything to the left uses an alphabet. So the pictograph looks like a wall or a boundary. All right? So when you think about Passover, here are a few walls that are unique to Pesach. The door covered in blood becomes a wall. 
that the destroyer could not enter. The Red Sea becomes two walls to hold back the water to let the Israelites walk through. God became a wall of fire to protect them from the Egyptian army. In Egypt, God's anointed mouthpiece was Moses. He spoke and God brought plagues. But we know Passover was always pointing to Jesus as the lamb. So since Jesus was the word of God and the Christ and the Passover lamb who takes away the sins of the world, then something he said is the real essence of Pesach or Passover. Beyond the events of Egypt, what does Pesach mean? Well, the spoken word of God or the breath by the Christ brings change to a wall or boundary. Mm. So think about that. That's the literal meaning of that. those three letters. What is the last statement Jesus makes on the cross? It is finished. Now, the Greek word for that is tetelestai. When he said it, what happened? The curtain, the door, the wall was forever removed mm. between God and man. That was the essence of Pesach. When he breathed his last breath, pay, breath and word, that's when it happened. His first breath three days later brought resurrection into a dead body. Tetelestai was a very common word in the Greco-Roman culture. Suppose you're an artist, you just do this beautiful picture, you want to celebrate Tetelestai. A judge, when you're handing out a sentence... If you've served your justice, to tell us, die, you're done. Good job. A priest uh, declaring an offering was acceptable, your guilt is gone, to tell us, die. If you're selling something, a merchant, you stamp a bill, you've paid your debt, to tell us, die. A soldier, you're about to bring victory, to tell us, die. Significant part of to tell us, die. An artist had the last word, not the critic. A judge determines the sentence, not the convicted criminal. The priest determined if one sacrifice was acceptable to God, not the sinner. The merchant determines if a debt was paid, not the debtor. And the victor determines the victory, not the defeated enemy. So when Jesus says to Telestai, it is finished, it is finished. He has the authority to declare that. So Pesach isn't just about the angel of death in Egypt, but about the Son of God destroying sin and death for humanity. The word Passover is about Egypt. Pesach is about the kingdom of God. It's ironic that the English word better describes the Hebrew action and the Hebrew word, the kingdom of God in the Christian action. Mm, I love, like, just things that we miss, you know, like that the Lord wants to reveal, you know, the beauty behind those three words, it is finished. You know, you can read that and that's powerful in and of itself. But like you're saying, there's more, there's more to uncover. There's more to understand. And that's an ironic uh, thought there too, because the next thing we're going to talk about is shadows and types, all the hidden things Hmm. and how relevant they are for all of our lives. Hmm. Coming up after we hear from I Live East Show with Nothing Better. Hey, this is Dawson. Trinity.